0: Welcome to Fright
1: Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's
2: got nards!
1: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do,
2: don't fall asleep.
3: We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you! are listening to the Jersey Call. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls.
2: And if you think for a second I'm not going to make a corny jock jams reference here, you're dead fucking wrong, because it is March Madness, friends. (laughs) (laughs) So cue up the the music, and we're going all
3: Exactly. (laughs) Yep, thank (laughs) you. We are all ready for this, and (laughs) we are so, so excited, because finally... We have the gentlemen, the camp counselors of Camp Nightmare. We have Jordan and JB joining us for the festivities this year.
1: Yo. What's up, Let's be clear though, we're the camp directors.
3: Oh camp directors. Oh, you guys got a
2: promotion? That's exciting. (laughs) I mean, we started the fucking
1: camp. It is there give ourselves promotions.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> no, that's
2: exciting. Um, we're so thrilled to have you guys with us. We fucking love Camp Nightmare. I'm gonna be honest. Um the basement's slightly flooded, I'm a little nervous. I'm standing right now. I'm just I'm gonna be a bumbling mess. I apologize. Your base <laughs> is okay. flooded,
0: like how bad? <laughs> like, mean, are we talking like ankle or knee?
2: Somewhere <laughs> in between at the moment. By the that's,
3: end, that's, we're gonna need Oh a my god,
0: between <laughs> jeez <laughs>
3: We'll go calf. We'll
1: go we'll go calf. We'll, level. Go, we'll go mid-calf. All right, I'll take mid-calf. it. <laughs> take calf. A mid-calf. I'm mid-calf excited. Have... I mean, I'm wearing a pair of capri pants for a reason. Let's yeah. be honest. Let's be honest. Uh no, oh, we're excited it's to be here too, man. I, I don't normally speak for both of us, but I will and say that Jordan and I are both so flattered and so stoked to be here. Uh we love you guys, man. Um, oh, right back
2: at for you. For
1: reference, we met we met uh Marissa and Jackie through Matt Kelly, because I know he's gonna be listening to this and he's gonna be pissed if we don't cite him, um, who we also met through Creature Features. So it's this whole incestuous family of podcasting. You know, it's actually
0: funny. It's like, I feel like we, very few people get this experience anymore. We met you in person first. And now we're we're hanging out digitally. Yeah, and shockingly
1: still like us. Yeah, (laughs) right. That's how you know it's real because it was real. I mean, I listen, listen, from the moment that I met Marissa, I was like, besties. I was yes, like, because she's she's one of the only podcasters I know that's as salty as I am.
2: <laughs> All right. So this year for the March Madness, we are deciding to tackle vampires. Oh, and yeah. I did I, I I am hosting this year, so I will be presenting you guys with the information. And just for everybody and anybody who might be new to this, what we do is we have 32 movies that were picked based on ratings. Um, And I put them into two brackets, West Coast and East Coast, and how I did these rankings, so don't yell at me, I didn't choose what's ranked where, uh, was I mixed the critic score with the audience score, score, divided it by two, I used a calculator, because I'm a fucking English teacher, and I figured out which movies were ranked the best, and we put them in this way. Um, Oh, yeah. you guys vote however you see fit, whether it's based on the quality of the vampire, the quality of the film, how many boobs. I don't care what you're it on, but pick the best one of the two. It's
1: easy that's enough, fair. guys. You... How did you decide what was East Coast and what was West Coast?
2: So that was my only, my little, like I didn't know what to do. So I did odd numbers on one side, even numbers on the other. So I did one through 32. Yeah, yeah I figured that's that was fair. an equitable and way to I do think,
3: it. I think I think it also needs to be mentioned that obviously when you have such a broad category, like vampire movies, there's uh, a ton of movies that didn't make the brackets. Um, sure, trust me when I say we have done March Madness with 64 movies before, <laughs> and no. that is it's Can't. too much. It's no. far too much. Sure. So we read, yeah. we have 32. Um, obviously, we kept it to to movies and not TV shows. It also was based on what is streaming, what's available. And kind of just at some point, certain things didn't make the list only because we needed to get it down to 32. So we know that there are things that were missed. Go ahead and yell at Marissa in the comments. Yeah, um, feel free. Yeah, that's because you know that it's never my fault. Um, uh, So yell at Marissa in the comments and let her know that she has chosen poorly. So uh, what? JerzyMegles yeah. uh, at gmail.com. Yep, yeah, please come at me. I love it. <laughs>
2: um, I nice. thrive on it.
3: Um, so also you guys real
2: quick anybody want to take a guess at what the maybe best movie on the list was according to the critics and audiences
0: Uh, well let me actually pull up the list I'll look at that yeah Um, wait it's based on the critics and audience or critics yeah Yeah.
2: mixed together and averaged out yep
0: is Um, it Bram Stoker's Dracula from 92 that's where my eyes went to but I'm gonna look at the the list Uh, nope that
2: was right smack in the middle really oh I can I I actually kind of agree with that more was it what
3: we
1: do in the
2: shadows that was pretty high up there. That was in the top See, five. Okay.
3: You know what? Like when we did Zombies last year, the number one, like almost perfect score across the board was, uh, I believe it was a Japanese film, One Cut of the Dead. Oh,
1: yeah. And, oh, and yeah.
3: That one was like, Deserved and it. that was like the dark horse. Like I had not heard of it. Wow. Before the brackets, it wasn't so.
1: trained. I wasn't trained to Busan.
3: That was right under. Train to Busan was up there, but uh, between say. Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, uh, IMDb ratings, it had almost a perfect score across the board. Huh. wow. Yeah. Interesting. I'm
0: going to throw out my highest rating for maybe Shadow of the Vampire.
3: Ooh, hmm. that one was also right smack in the middle of
2: the pile. Really?
1: Ooh, was it Lost Boys?
2: No, but that scored way better than I thought it would ever. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, Capello, I mean, I'm baby. not
1: shocked that Lost Boys scored super high. Like, yeah, Lost, Lost Boys was...
2: Number six know. out of all thirty-two ranked. Wow, which was probably in Hotel mind,
0: Transylvania yeah. then, or something. Like it, that. Well,
2: actually, it was, and I, for the record, wanted Hotel Transylvania <laughs> on this list, but I got outvoted. Um, so, Let the oh, Right One In okay. was actually the number one-ranked horror movie according to the both Swedish French version, not
1: the, the Swedish Correct. version, yeah. not the yeah. abortion yeah. of a remake. Okay,
0: <laughs> let Let Me In is the American one. Anyway. I Correct. hate that movie. Oh, yeah, that, that was
3: terrible. Um, oh, it's so good. So I, just, are, I
0: disagree with that. is is it even on this list i don't even know
1: no 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 Um, we only
3: had let the right one in on the list
1: as Um, as as you should
3: (laughs) so with that being
2: said let's jump right in you guys to our very first bracket 2008 swedish slow burn let the right one in the highest ranked film on the list and directed by thomas Alfredson and based on the 2004 novel by the same name goes against the lowest ranking list uh film on the list anyone
1: is it once didn't
2: yes it is What's oh that makes my heart that movie hurt
1: is garbage like How it's, got, it's got camp it's got camp appeal for sure it's got camp appeal there's a novelty to it it's got nick it's Kane, jim Camille. carrey before jim carrey was famous but despite all of that it's not good right yeah, it's the, yeah. the same like like earth girls are easy is another early jim jim carrey mm-hmm. vehicle that also has like damon wayans and fucking jeff Goldblum in it yeah. that movie's terrible <laughs> right like the movie's not no it's not, not only funny. that but like uh, looking back it's like super problematic um oh, as so is funny. as is once bitten like yes it back, is like the whole relationship between lauren hutton and, and jim carrey is so problematic
2: so yeah so this this sleazy delight fun fact you guys originally supposed to star michael j fox at alvira
1: <laughs> oh wow that would have been a, much, that would a, been a whole different movie. vibe. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Wow. So,
2: um, you know what? We're going to go ahead and defer to our guests. So, JB, why don't you start us off for this one?
1: Choose... Oh, dude, let the, let, let the right one in. No no question. <laughs> like, final answer. Is anyone going to vote uh, opposite
0: in. that? I don't
1: think I would have voted. I feel like Jackie's going to vote for Once Bitten just to be yeah. a contrarian. Yeah. A... No, no, uh, I
3: can't. I, I, there, is, there is not a lot of movies that I think that I would have voted against Once Bitten, but i mean let the right one in is just it's just far too good and i'm i'm you know i'm not going to disappoint marissa right out the gate um i would
1: vote twilight against one fit man like that's how much i
3: hate that oh i knew i I should have the bracket i I have such i have such love for one Spitten, but not up against let the right one in Um, okay. Not the
2: only film on our bracket to include a dance interlude. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie, of course, being the the dance off between Lauren Hutton's character and the chick. Um, but yeah, all right. So we- <laughs> I'm I'm assuming Jordan, you would also go let the right one in.
0: Yeah, I got no love for Once Bitten, really. Uh, there so, no. okay. so doesn't I love, hold up. I love Let the Right One In and the remake. So definitely voting for that. For sure.
2: oh, okay.
1: Yeah. All
3: right. I, so I have I, to- I will
1: give you this, Jordan. I will give you this in the remake and let me in. Richard Jenkins Thank character you. like plays that character far better than the gentleman played that character and and let the right one in but like everything that's else about Richard me Jenkins
0: in, steals the show as he always does
1: for sure and that's like if you've read the book that's that's definitely the character with the most pathos in this in this in the narrative of the book mm-hmm. Uh literally everything else about that remake I think is just and it's not even that they changed everything so drastically is they changed things just enough to take the, like the oomph out of that story. Yeah. Uh, like the fact that Eli's not secretly a boy at the end of let me in, like, that's a huge plot point that Eli was a boy the whole time that Eli was in love with uh, the older man's character. And they were lovers until the old man got too old to be his lover. And like, that's a huge part of that story that they just,
0: is I that even in it. the original version or is that only in the yeah, book?
1: Yeah, it is in the original version. And I think that they don't were worried so. th- that it wouldn't they, translate. They kind
3: of like allude a hint to at it? it. Yeah, yeah it's only like they, it's, at. I think that's more they allude to it. It doesn't, they don't ever flat out. I mean, at one point, True. at one point, Eli is like, I'm not a girl. She does, yeah. Done, yeah there there is that line of, I'm not a girl. Yeah. But i think be honest, right. I didn't
1: get it. I'm I like, I've never gotten that from that. Like, movie. Well, I think maybe because I read the book first. Yeah. Um, I yeah, never I've read understood. the
3: book.
1: So I understood from reading the book that Eli was secretly a boy, but I guess in the movie, it is ambiguous and it's more like, I'm not human. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to, I'm not a girl. You know, like, because yeah, I've seen not that a movie particular a lot of times
0: and I've never thought that. No, I met, yeah. and I was like, shit, am I missing like a huge thing? Am I just like, was I just two stoned by the third act every yeah. time? <laughs> every yes, time. Yes. <laughs> it's, poss- it's possible, you know. Well, so, so yeah, I think I think we're all gonna go with let the right one in. Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So let the right one Sorry, in Jim. cruises through Jim Carrey, unfortunately. Uh, we say good You know
3: what? I just want to give the 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 brownie points to once bitten that it deserves because in yeah. an era of you know slashers and all sorts of movies that had the morality code of if you have sex you die, once bitten spits in the face sex of all of that saves, and says baby. if you have sex you live. So right. Jack, well, three, you cheers, three cheers, three cheers to getting it on. Yeah, once
1: yeah, all right yeah. yeah. You live, people. you live in a roundabout way. <laughs>
3: Like, right. You don't that. get bit by I'll a give vampire. You that. Yeah, it's true. that's true. <laughs> it's true. All right. So, but do next... you really
1: live if you're not being bit by a vampire? I know. Uh, go yeah.
2: ahead. Well, Lord Hunt is pretty hot in that movie for gold. <laughs> 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 uh, Lord, Lord Hunt too. is a silver fox, bro. 100% agree with you. Um, all right. So, next up, we have um, what was the third highest ranked film on the list uh, The Brainchild, The Flight of the Concords alum, Thinking Girls Dream Threesome. Uh, creative collab from Ty- uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. 2014's New, Eng- uh, New Zealand, New England—much different movie if it was New England. New Zealand joint. What we do in the shadows. So what we do in the shadows going up against 2008's Thirty Days of Night.
3: Oh,
1: <laughs> that's, that's a, hard, that's t- man. Those are two they are uh, wildly different films.
2: I know, I know.
3: Listen, that's guys, that's hard to I, compare
0: those. It like, is. I know my answer.
3: Jordan, you're I mean, up. Know, Jordan, you're up. Yeah.
0: Thirty days of night. It's like to me, it's like maybe the greatest vampire movie, one
1: of the greatest vampire movies ever made. Yeah, I actually <laughs> I agree with Jordan. Same. No. Same. Um, that's it.
2: You know what guys I got to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. This same. was fun. We tried.
1: When it comes to
0: me, <laughs> if it's horror versus comedy, I'm picking horror every yep. time.
1: Same. Same. Um Here's the thing about God. thirty days of night. Here's why I love that movie. Jordan's heard me say this myriad times.
0: I just rewatched it last Most- week.
1: Most. Most vampire movies focus on the idea of whatever vampire lead character it is wanting to be more human, missing being human. It's, most of the stories are about man. I, you know, I've been alive for however many hundreds of years. I really miss. And in most of them, center around the idea of the vampire ordering its life in such a way to sort of simulate humanity. Thirty Days of Night is the opposite of that. There is nothing human about those vampires. Yeah. They are absolute mindless, brutal apex predators from front to back. They are another
0: species almost. Like, yeah. And that's the like my story. ideal
1: vampire for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like they brought that movie brought the fear back to the vampire story, right? Like 100%, 100%. even in some pretty dark vampire stories, like I'll, we'll say Interview with the Vampire is a great example. It's a very dark vampire story that still the center of that narrative is Louis trying to be more human, is Louis lamenting being a vampire. Um, and like, and you know, it goes above and beyond to present all the similarities between humans and vampires. 30 days a night, they're like, nah, you guys are fucking cattle. Like, we're gonna roll into this town and just murk this entire town of people and then leave. Um, and yeah, they I essentially think do... that I,
0: I find that like the more that there's like that, like vampires wanting to be human and humans want to be a vampire, the less I like the, the yeah. movie in general. So, the more yeah. that like, more like just like devilish and other uh, world, like just brutal they are the more i like it and it's a great human story in that movie too so yeah i just love that's it.
1: funny we're Would gonna you... get to one in a bit here that i think is like the best example Wait, i want to hear um,
0: how angry marissa is can we let that oh yeah, young young
1: yeah.
2: That? listen to <laughs> two historic moments for jersey ghouls first of all i've never been this angry this early in march madness hell yeah and- <laughs> Second and, and secondly i can't wait till people fucking flood us with hate mail over this this is such a fucking hot take wow. oh my god really right, so i gotta I mean, be honest cool. yeah i i like 30 days in, in theory i think it's such a fucking cool concept Do you really think it was executed the best it could be
1: absolutely uh, yeah i watched that movie. absolutely <sighs> at least go once read the gra- go read the graphic novel and you'll see how like the director straight used the comic as storybook like oh, that's yeah. how similar they are. Well, the, the, the um,
0: filmmakers actually wanted to make it a film first, couldn't get funding, so they made it a graphic novel. Oh, that's yeah. When David, yeah, yeah. That's when David Slade came in, adjusted their script. Like I have the yeah, I got the script in hardcover over here. I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of that movie.
2: So at yes. over at Camp Nightmare Headquarters, do you guys have like a closet with like all pictures of Josh Hartnett from Teen Beat Magazine? Or how does this work? I'm not yeah, sure. Every <laughs> era. Every era. One hundred percent. Haircut hey,
0: changes once every two years and you got to it. Do not hate on photograph. Josh Hartnett. Oh, I'm going to hate on Josh Hartnett. Really? Josh
1: Hartnett is a guy who, nah, here's here's why I love Josh Hartnett. That is a dude who was on the fast track to be like the next male heartthrob, like doofy Justin Long type character, but with like a little bit of an action edge. And instead, he chose to do, he chose to buck that idea. He chose to buck the idea of him being like the himbo actor and specifically chose some roles that maybe weren't as maybe wouldn't have gotten him as much notoriety, but were more thinking roles. Like, I don't know if you guys have watched Penny Dreadful, but his character in Penny Dreadful Ooh, is fucking yeah. insane. Um, yeah. The hey, fact that he plays the assassin. Great, yeah, great Joe, Dude, Still he I plays the assassin it. in Sin City, and in my mind, that's one of the, maybe the best role in that movie.
0: Yeah, he um, did great in Sin City. And if, wow. yeah, if you, when, you, when you do catch Oppenheimer, he's actually a pretty major role in that film. yeah, All right, I may and have I mean, to apologize dude, to
2: Josh Hartnett.
1: Who knows? <laughs> Well, this was a dude who almost let Forty Days and Forty Nights sink him, right? Like that movie is hot garbage, but I think that that movie also <laughs> taught him a lesson that Forgot the same. About that movie. He did the same thing that Heath Ledger did, right? Like after Ten Things I Hate About You, Heath Ledger was like poised yeah. to be the next like major mainstream heartthrob, and instead he went and did like fucking Monsters Ball and played a major a minor role in that, and like went the indie film route because he wanted to work. He wanted to do put in the work. For the profession that he loved, and like, lo and behold, he gets Joker and Dark Knight, right, and that ends up killing him. But like, Josh Hartnett did the same thing, and I think you're starting to see him get roles now that are paying off, and it's because he did shit like Thirty Days of Night, that like, it wasn't a huge mainstream blockbuster movie, but he played that role to the nth degree. Like that end scene where he goes up to the cl- goes up to the cliff with his with his soon to be ex wife, she has to watch him die, like. That's heavy, dude.
2: Yeah, all right. I get the feels at the end there in spite of myself. Yeah. yeah. All right.
3: <laughs> no, I, I, Jackie, would you have gone this way? No, I, okay. I really like 30 days of night and I love the concept. It's like one of the most clever concepts. Like what's the best place for a vampire? Some place that's dark all the time. Like I, I <laughs> like it. I've read the graphic novel. I really like that. And I yeah, like the visually it looks so great. I really enjoy that movie. I, I would have, I, I, I not would have, I will throw the vote out for what we do in the shadows because yep. that movie is, I, I I don't know that, like, Jordan, you said, like, between horror and comedy, you're always going to go horror. And I want to, I don't, I don't know. Like, to me, it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a mood reader, I'm a mood watcher, and it always kind of depends, but I think I have just su- such love for what we do in the shadows that I, I would have gone that way. So I will, I will tip my hat to that direction but i'm i'm also not mad that 30 days of night moves on
1: mm. yeah i mean that's I to, fair like i, I don't yeah. not like what we do in the shadows that movie yeah. is brilliant and taiko is a yeah. brilliant writer and everyone in that movie it just executes Perfection. everything yeah. they do perfectly uh dude even the the werewolves the werewolves not swear wolves like that is one of my favorite I'm... comedy devices in anything but like jordan said man i if you're gonna put, if you're gonna test me and say, are you gonna go horror or are you gonna go comedy? I'm gonna go horror every day.
0: Yeah, the like, reason I had to pick it and I, it was hard at first because, like, damn, those are both like great movies. And I had to go with which movie have I watched more times? And there's no contest. Like, I've seen Thirty Days of Night. I don't even know how many times. And yeah, I've, same. I've literally only watched uh, shadows like maybe twice. And like, maybe, well, Thirty ah.
1: Days of Night as a movie is like, like it's like a video game that you can speed run.
0: Right, that's that so true.
1: Done yeah. so many times, like, and I, I feel you. Like, I will put 30 days of night on when I just don't know what I want to watch because I never don't want to watch that movie, and it's totally. like a speed run, right? Like, there are a few movies that are like that out there. I think Evil Dead One is like that, where I can just put it on at any time. Um, but yeah, 30 days of night for, all day
0: for Raven and I. It's actually kind of a tradition that, like, on the first big snow of the year, we watch that film. Oh, hell yes,
2: it is a good it's winter, That's awesome. Yeah, it's that's on my awesome. winter list. Side yeah. note. So, I think Side we're like only getting guys- one
0: this year, but we
1: watched it on that snow. So it was good. <laughs> have you guys watched Night Country yet? True Detective Night Country?
2: No, I'm I'm waiting. Oh. It's like waiting the same on. concept.
1: Oh.
0: They're basically in Barrow and it takes place during their like
1: 30 days of night. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. It's yeah, so it's, it's good. pretty cool. I'm it's hearing so good. many good things about it. Yeah,
2: I cannot it wait to amazing. start it.
1: It is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for you. That's how yeah, that's no, how you fun. know I care about the Jersey. Yeah, I, I appreciate
2: that. that. You. I'm really looking forward to that one. So I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, like if Matt or Scott were here, later. I would make it a point to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kyle though. Sweet, sweet baby <laughs> No, Kyle. sweetie. Oh, no,
2: yeah, he's, he's just
1: protected. an adorable, yeah, human being. <laughs> we protect um, we protect baby Kyle with our lives.
2: Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I agree. Um, okay. I I see what we do both the show. It's maybe in my head I'm blurring the show and the movie a little too much because the show has become such an iconic. Part it's like the Mm -hmm. fifth the fifth member of my family at this point. We all love it so much, but I don't know. I just think it's so brilliant. And well, we are specifically talking movie,
0: right? It is, yeah, yeah.
2: We are specifically talking. Yeah, it's my fault. Um, All right, so in I think what is a shocker? Thirty Days of Night goes on, and what we do in the shadows goes to bed. Um, Next up, we have nineteen sixties Barbara Steele classic by Mario Bava, his directorial debut, Black Sunday against john carpenter's vampires <laughs> oh dude that's no
1: question that's uh, the black sunday all day um and i love fucking carpenter's vampires i, was but gonna I have say. to say black sunday like you can't stack baba up against James woods like get the fuck <laughs> out of here i mean uh, yeah that's like a toddler fighting mike tyson like that's not a real thing i'm going
0: black sunday too black sunday is yeah. like a film, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, like, a, like
1: and John a Carpenter's vampires is literally film. John Carpenter stopped like giving up. <laughs> That's literally John Carpenter like I'm tired of trying to fight the mainstream media. I'm just going to make the movie that they all want me to make, and it's going to star the worst person ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah somebody recently in this Frederick in this Frederick horror fans Facebook group that I'm a part of was like defending James Woods in like Videodrome and Cat's Eye and great vampires. And I was like, right, but it's cast. because he's cast as such a slimy piece of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The only reason he's good in those is because yeah. they're not he's not acting. Like, yeah. it's just being James Woods. Like, the only thing that could have made those roles more James Woods, there was a scene specifically written into it where he gets to, like, slap a lady on the ass as he says, like, good job, doll. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that could have made those more James Woods. Roles.
0: I know, for a group of vampire hunters in that movie, they seem to just beat women the whole time. <laughs> right, they so enjoy <Exactly>. beating yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, I do like, you hate I, vampires yeah. or do you hate women? I can't tell. I don't the, know. But anyone
1: anyone, anyone that's playing this game, it's like, no, I like vampires. I like John Car- Carpenter's vampires more. <laughs> I, I would question whether or not that woman or that person is the abuser in a relationship. I was watching <laughs> that's a red like, flag.
0: Is this yeah. a Lifetime movie? Because these women are really getting it in this movie. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's
1: funny
2: because I feel like I didn't realize how pro- like misogynistic John Carpenter's vampire oh, was yeah. until I, re- I was like, Yikes, yeah, this is fucking terrible. Even like, the dude like, who's like, supposed John to Carpenter,
0: be like, yeah, John Carpenter does the hypermasculine thing a lot. Right. But most of the time yeah. he does it like Very better than G. everybody. Like the thing, like there's no women in that movie. Uh, it's perfect. Yeah. But that never seems like hypermasculine or toxic or anything like that. You know, all basically name your Kurt Russell, John Carpenter vehicle, and all of the above is true. Right. And then then you hit
1: vampires. And it's just like, yeah. what happened, man? Or even the guy who was supposed to be, like, the less misogynistic answer to James Woods, Daniel Baldwin's character, spends <laughs> right. the first two-thirds of that movie beating the shit out of Cheryl Lee before falling in love with yeah. her randomly. Poor Sheryl. Like, like, never catch a break, you know. Like Always at what tell, point in time? Be... Yeah, right, exactly. It's fucking Laura Palmer. Like at what point in time did you were you like mid slap when you're like, wait a minute, I love her. Yeah. Like that's that's how Ike met Tina, dog. Like that's not <laughs> that's not cool.
2: It's so true. I, I I will give him so many passes for all of his classic films yet. and this one, I'm like, ooh. Like, well, yeah. Johnny, <laughs>
3: yeah. Johnny. Yeah, I'm like,
2: come on, dude, right. I know. Um, Jackie, I'm assuming yes to Black Sunday
3: yeah and this was actually my first watch i have never seen black sunday before oh, wow. i good watched it so for good. this and i was i was i didn't know what to expect with it and i was absolutely mm-hmm. blown away i really enjoyed black sunday so um, yeah no well, black uh, sunday yeah. sweeps definitely it's
1: really interesting to see the elements of giallo in it and the elements of of because this was like proto giallo for bob right like he hadn't really come into his own as a giallo director when he made this And it's very, like, you can see him developing his technique in Black Sunday in a lot of ways. Um, And also, I was thinking about this because I just watched that Argento documentary on Shudder, Panico or whatever it's called. I didn't realize how much of Tarantino's signature stuff is straight up lifted from some of the Giallo directors. Like, the whole frame within a frame thing, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. how much of that was him biting Argento and Baba's shit. And, like, Black Sunday definitely has a lot of that. There's a lot yeah. of like some of the most beautiful shots that you've ever seen, and like Agreed. just set up so intricately. Yeah. Agreed. Jordan, what do you think?
0: Oh yeah, I went. I went Black Sunday like right after you. Yeah, definitely. Oh dope.
1: No. no.
0: That's what. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like it's not really comparing. It's like it's something that's like you would learn about in a film history class, and yeah. John Carpenter's Vampires. So versus that. something you would see on
1: TBS at like two p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: well all right fair enough i can live with that one y'all um next up we have a film that again i think was ranked way higher than i expected it to be um of course this film if i could get personal was the who's who of who ushered in marissa's sexuality as as a teen Uh 1987's the lost boys and yes Jamie, i'm mostly looking at you um this one of course a joel schumacher joint going up against hammer horrors 1958 horror of dracula
0: oh okay. Okay. yeah this is a tough so one. that's they're both yeah it they're is both it cool is, movies yeah i'm
3: Jackie, I, I, first, will, should, I will i so. will say that uh lost boys um okay i uh, this i have not to, full disclosure i have not watched a ton of hammer horror i think i've watched only maybe four and of the four i've watched this one was probably the best one that i've watched mm-hmm so I, I, I again was not a bad movie. I enjoyed my time watching it. I love seeing Peter Cushing um, and Christopher Lee together, but The Lost Boys is just so yeah. it just it just means so much.
1: I think I'm going with Lost Boys too, but I want to caveat that by I, I have something to say about Hammer Horror. Okay, Hammer Horror movies are not necessarily ever supposed to be about how good the horror movie is. What makes Hammer special is the, uh, is the, the role that Hammer served, the time period that that studio existed, um, you know, they almost single-handedly carried horror in that weird time between like universal horror movies and what happened in the '70s with sort of a horror renaissance that we went through. Hammer, like, held the line. And was it the best horror that's ever been made? By no means. Absolutely not. Um, is it super cheesy for sure but think about how many iconic things are straight like the opening to the Scooby-Doo cartoon is, is straight up animated hammer right when all the bats fly out or whatever and it's like Win-in-in. like that's hammer when you think about that aesthetic in horror no one else has done that the way that hammer did, and everyone who's done that since hammer it's just been an imitation that said the it's lost fair. boys the lost boys was such a tentpole film For me, in general, but also for vampire and modern horror movies, The Lost Boys kind of turned the corner for us in terms of bringing this sort of ancient idea of horror into a postmodern setting, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in all of the best possible ways, like fucking Bill from Bill and Ted was a vampire. It doesn't get more (laughs) postmodern than that with with vampires. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going definitely Lost Boys. I, for me, it okay. just goes back to like, if I'm looking at those two movies and I got to put one in, which one am I going for? And it's going to be mm-hmm. Lost Boys.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun Yeah, I mean, so movie. much of this is just like gut. So much of this yeah. is just yeah, like, yeah, that's, gonna... that's, that's That's trying, you trying to You put a gun guy. to my head I... and tell me to watch something.
3: That is, that is historically how I always vote when it is my turn to be participating on the panel. I've got mm-hmm. two movies in my hand. What do I feel like watching? Yeah, what are yeah. you watching? Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, isn't that really the test of, any movie that like, you know, all right. So Barry Gordy, the guy that, the guy that,
1: um, started Motown,
3: mm-hmm.
1: whenever he would record a new single, he had this test that he called the sandwich test where he would bring in a group of everyday average working class, probably lower middle income, probably upper lower income people. he would sit them down. And he would play the single for him. And he would say, now, listen, if you had $1 left and you could buy this single, or you could buy a sandwich so you could eat that day, which would you buy? And anybody, if anybody said a sandwich, he would redo the song and he would do that over and over and over again until everyone that listened to it said, I choose the song over a sandwich if I just had $1 that day. So I think that in a real way, like the true test of media of pop media of any kind of media is if I'm put in a situation where I have these two movies, what am I putting in? Right? Like what am I putting in? Yeah. What am I, what do I want to consume? And it doesn't mean it's the best movie ever made. Like I'm not putting in citizen Kane. Every time I have the opportunity to watch a movie, even though, like, arguably, that's one of the best that's maybe the best movie ever filmed. Yeah. Um, that's
0: like but I'm not going to put it's it in like every one time of those on it's... paper things. It's like, yes, we yeah. will always study Citizen Kane for the things that it has done. But like, that's not always the greatest judge of like what you should be teaching. And I think like a great example. If we're going to stick with like your Citizen Kane thing and talk film uh fucking look at birth of a nation right like every film student since like whatever has been taught birth of a nation because of all the on paper reason that that is an important film and why it established a narrative body blah blah. uh it's racist as fuck you know don't teach it like (laughs) that's like what it should come down to just because like something is important you know i'm not to say citizen kane is racist or anything like that because that's ridiculous but like it's just you know Jimi hendrix isn't the best guitar player forever uh yeah yeah
1: Yeah, it's about artists are always pushing the envelope
0: and like you got to revise the texts at some point.
1: Well, and at the the end of the day, it's about what it means to the individual viewer. Right. Like um, Jordan and I argue all the time over certain movies. Right. And it's just because they mean like Jordan doesn't really care for Marvel stuff. Right. But I do because Marvel means that much to me. Like
3: Mm -hmm.
1: when I think about something that I can just pop in and get enjoyment and like a sense of innocence back from watching like Captain America, First Avenger all day. Um anyway.
2: It's it's so funny because I wrangle with this all the time. Like I'm always like, Well, should I just stop teaching to kill a mockingbird? Because really I can find so many better texts that are modern and will connect no. better about racism. You know what I mean? Like, can mm, I get sure. extrapolate the same themes? And I'm just this is coming from someone whose daughter's middle name is Scout. I mean I fucking bleed for the classics, but yeah man it's a that's a, all good points and i'm with you no i will never stop teaching it but,
0: but no i love it i, I used to have two uh, miniature dachshunds named Jem and scout uh oh, hell yes. yeah well oh, yeah. And let's be real and man actually, anyone who's I got to i got to work with mary badham who played scout uh oh, this year on a film oh, and she was like yeah. a super super sweet old lady i'm
2: kind of starstruck yeah that
1: like Well, that. anybody who's read that book or seen that movie at some point in their life has daydreamed about atticus finch being their dad Right, like 100%. as a dad, yeah, right. as a dad, Atticus Finch is who I strive to be. Oh <laughs> like, my god, like,
0: fair. I agree, but it's so true. It's a great story. And I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like anyone's ever complained about that story feeling too dated or
1: whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, just talk to high schoolers.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe so, but you know. Yeah. Well, about, it's because I, I, well, I mean, modern yeah. high schoolers—you got
1: to figure, you got to figure—modern high schoolers are so far removed from the idea of like Jim Crow law yeah. and like what that kind of racial tension really looks like that it would make sense that it would feel dated to them, right? And like, that's actually a good thing. Like that's actually, that means progress has happened. That means there's a generation of kids that on some level has no concept of, what do you mean black people couldn't use the same bathroom as me, right? Like that it would horrify them if they were to see them. Um, Not, you know, they wouldn't just be so desensitized towards it that they're like, man, it's a normal thing. So like, and on some level that encourages me to know that like we have made some type of progress in terms of like teaching the children
2: yeah it's a good way to look at it that's that gives me a little optimism heading into a sunday night (laughs) all right next up you guys so lost boys breezes through pretty easily horror hammer peace out i can live with that um all right so this was a first watch for me and i was so delighted by it this next round pits 1992's guillermo del toro joint Kronos. Against Ooh. full full moons, 1991 <laughs> subspecies.
1: Oh <laughs> no, Yagi! Oh. I knew this one was going to hurt See, you. See, this far. is going to come down entirely to gut. This is going to come down entirely to what would I, I pop if I
2: had? I swear to God, don't do it.
1: I'm going to go with subspecies.
0: God damn it! <laughs> wow, I do like subspecies too, and I'm honestly I, kind of Chris. torn on this. But I'm—I don't think I'm picking it. I think I'm going with Kronos. Oh, man. I'm, a, I'm a big Del Toro fan, and I am actually a big, bigger fan of, like, first half of Del Toro's catalog. Uh, I'm a really big fan of that era. Sure. So I'm going Kronos.
2: Okay, Jackie, look at me. Look at me. How long have we done this for? All right? Do you want to be the show that puts subspecies through? <laughs> or do you... Oh, it!
1: <laughs> She's going with subspecies. God I'm going with subspecies.
3: Oh, fuck. Oh, yes! Man. Some species oh, has
0: no. one of the best, coolest-looking vampires on the list. Actually, yeah, and
3: opinion.
1: it's and it's <laughs> it's such a great it's such a great section of I what full moon can't. is, dude. Oh which like, is it, a it, fucking for, whole lot of garbage like, for a full no. moon feature. It is exceptional. is yeah, all, that's all I will way say. true. That's way yeah. true. It is in the same like, category this shit as like is the better,
2: original... my best shit of all time. Like that doesn't make it not shit. Like
1: <laughs> not what he said. He didn't say it was. I shit. didn't say the best thing of all time. I said that for a full moon feature, it is exceptional. It is. It is one of the only other Full Moon movies that I will put in the same category as like the original Reanimator or Puppet Master, like where it's that caliber of film, which is rare for Full Moon, right? And that's why we love Full Moon because it's one of those things in the 90s when you went to Blockbuster, you were certain that if you rented the movie that said Full Moon on it, you're going to get some awful piece of shit that was going to bring you so much joy, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Subspecies is. Mm-hmm. It's an awful piece of shit that brings me so much joy.
0: So, Jackie, am I to understand you're picking subspecies?
3: I'm picking sub. Radu is one of my absolute favorite vampires. Uh, yeah, my birthday episode this year was on the first three it subspecies really movies. Is. Kronos was very good, but I'm going to say that sometimes, most times, when I watch a vampire movie, I think I want a more traditional vampire movie. I think I, I, think I sure. want... I don't know that it needs to be like that kind of romanticized. You know, I'm going to woo you and then suck your blood. But I think I need a. I think generally I like a bit more of a traditional vampire movie as as opposed to the more metaphoric. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a bug eating your blood, and then you eat blood. I you mean you're I not
1: just, about. You're not about Nick a, Cage running
3: down the streets. <laughs> that movie hurts my bug. heart. That movie, I, I, that's the one Nick Cage movie I can't get behind.
1: Oh, really? You know,
0: Mike, is it because he sounds like Donald Trump the whole time?
3: <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, it's because he raped that woman, and I just, I can't that's have, fair. I can't that's live fair. in a world where well, that was Nick also
0: cage... the Donald Trump thing coming through. So. Yeah, yeah, it was. was I can't. Fair.
3: I, I don't mind. I don't mind the weird accent, but yeah, I, I just couldn't get behind. Like my, my Nick Cage does not sexually assault people. Not my cage. That. No. not my cage not, not my <laughs> gauge, not my <laughs> problem um, oh no, god damn it you guys
1: subspecies just beat out fucking
2: chronos yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like okay. it, it's just the, the way it was made like just the, the how often do you get a mexican independent film jesus christ that alone should have put it through like i just all right okay chronos is a beautiful I
1: mean, film <laughs> it it you still have me mama tambien don't don't cry <laughs>
0: I like, like,
3: love that movie. Right? I mean, Pan, Pan's right? Labyrinth is
0: like one of the greatest films ever made, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I right? agree. Because I don't. know.
3: I, I, I wouldn't call Kronos like his opus. Like I don't no, think Kronos no. is. Oh, no, it's but it's yet. you can see the the opus building. Yeah. in oh, Kronos. It's good. <laughs> it's
1: no, I think Pan's yeah. is
0: his opus. I really do think oh. of Pan's as his opus. I agree. Yeah. Oh, too. you don't think
1: pans it's pans you don't think is. it's um. Shape of Water. Fish stick. You don't think it's Pinocchio? I love fish sticks. Don't get me wrong. Shape of Water. This? You don't think that's his opus? I <laughs> love yeah. Shape of
0: Water, and you know one ma- major reason I love Shape of Water. Do Mr. Really? Richard Jenkins once I mean, again. Yeah, dude. Oh my like, god. Again, True.
1: You're right. I feel like Richard Jenkins is secretly like they call him the fixer in Hollywood. They're like his the like... movie's not working. <laughs> and they're like bring in. Je-. It used to He's be. My w- favorite. It used to be William H Macy, and then he got too famous, so they had yeah, to bring yeah. in Jenkins. Now they're like bring in Jenkins. This He's movie the needs pathos. He can do yeah. it all.
0: He can do Cabin in the Woods comedy. He can do the pathos of Shape of Water. He's like literally. Like, I, if I ever get the budget, I'm gonna. I, he's like my number one human. I want in a movie. Oh God, I saw,
1: just... I saw an interview with him recently. He was talking about when they were filming Step Brothers, and there's that scene in the end where he's talking to Brennan, and he's like, "Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't be what you want." When I was a kid, I wanted to be a dinosaur, and like go through that whole thing. Apparently, that's all ad libbed on his part. Yeah, apparently Adam Adam McKay. That's really cool. Was like was like, hey, just tell him, he was like, I just need you to tell him a story about something you wanted to be as a child. And like, that's a real story about Richard Jenkins' childhood. It's completely ad-libbed in that scene. So like, that's the caliber of actor that he is. That's why he's the fixer. He's the fixer. I'm calling him that from now on. (laughs) He really,
2: I God, what a treasure.
0: I,
3: I feel like
2: I've underappreciated him till this moment. And now I see- Go, watch Cabin, go
1: watch Cabin in the Woods. He is the single best I know best he's thing the best thing
3: about- Agreed. Oh, I love- it. Oh, I don't know. Bradley Whitford's kind of the best. There's
0: a
1: lot to Cabin. love yeah, in well, Cabin in the, them the Woods. Vim together. them as a team. Oh my God. It's perfection.
0: That
3: yeah. Yeah. We want to movies with them together.
0: Yeah, seriously. There's something- There's good chemistry there. A Buddy Road agreed. movie, maybe.
2: I don't know. Oh my God. This hurts to say, but subspecies moves through because y'all are just something y'all are subspecies (laughs) y'all are something (laughs) all right next up um (laughs) we got 1992's francis ford coppola opus brad's bram stoker's dracula weirdly very mediocre rating on this one i thought it would do better on the ratings versus the only tv miniseries that made the list 1979's salem's lot
1: oh oh Weird um, like
2: weirdly harder than I thought in my head. Like I don't know where I would go on this. Well, I do. I'm but, going, I'm and, going and with And it's Copa interesting because those
0: are both like obviously retellings of the same story, you know. Yeah, yeah ironically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Which we're gonna get a lot yeah. in this bracket, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. I love Salem's lot. I love Toby Hooper. I love that that was the project Toby Hooper decided to do at that point in his career. He's like, I made fucking uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw. I made Funhouse. I made fucking whatever the whatever that weird alligator thing was. I'm gonna do a TV movie based on a Stephen King property now. I love yeah. Salem's Lot, and I love Bram Stoker's Dracula even more. Like I love everything about that movie. I love that Francis yeah. Ford Coppola intentionally shot all of the effects in camera, mm-hmm. uh, because he wanted it to have that turn of the century look. I love Keanu Reeves' terrible British accent.
2: Yeah. Me too. And that- <laughs>
1: That poor bastard. He just—he was trying so hard. He tried so hard during every. You know he, he practiced
3: his little heart out for that, and it has to <laughs> be did. so intimidating because it's like him with his trying his best English accent up against Gary Oldman. Oh, and fucking, sure. and fucking. Anthony um, Anthony Hopkins. It's, Anthony it's not Hopkins. fair.
0: It's not fair to him. No, you
2: know? It's
3: not. No, you it's can't
1: not. put right. Well, you. and you would think at some point Gary Oldman or Anthony Hopkins would have taken him aside and tried to like coach him. Been yeah. like. <laughs> That's not nah. the job. They were like, we're that. gonna watch this whippersnapper crash and burn. Yeah, Go we're gonna let it. this happen.
2: Yeah, we're gonna let this happen. I tell you what, in when there, he m- can make Winona Ryder look like a fucking just so good with her acting and her accents. That's oh my god!
0: <laughs> the performances that. in that movie are like vast are vastly different. You know, like yeah. crazy ranges just of like the from the like terrible
1: yeah. to like godly performances. To fucking insane.
2: perfection. Yeah. yeah. All and I'm saying is, only great. one
1: of these movies has Tom Waits in it.
2: True. That's so true. true. <laughs> Only
1: one of these, like that—that's a winning, that's a winning characteristic right there.
2: All right, so and JB his... goes on the board for Dracula.
0: Yeah. Who's next? Can I, I don't why? know. Uh,
2: Dracula. Okay. I, I knew that I, was gonna I, happen.
0: Yeah. Jordan, would you it's have went
2: Dracula too?
0: I'm going Salem's Lot.
2: Wow. Tell me more. I knew
0: that was. I knew that was gonna happen. Um, I, I
2: think I might. Don't have too.
0: know why this is, but I'm not that crazy about. That version of Dracula, um, and it's like, and I don't know why, because I feel like it's like geared for me to love it because it's like everything's in, like you said, in camera. It's all very cinema. It's all very yeah. You know, it's a
2: film lover's film for sure. Co- yeah,
0: exactly. But I don't love it.
1: I don't know. Fun fact about that it's movie: for- it's like, it's too
0: melodramatic for me.
1: It's I think. Fun fact about that movie: In the beginning of that film, where Dracula like renounces God and does yeah. the whole like. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know who it is doing that scream? No. It's the lead I... singer of The Cramps. Okay.
2: No way. Yeah. Uh, the guy yeah, I swear to God, you can in Google our... this.
1: Like, the guy in our town? Uh, Sophia Coppola came to Francis Ford oh, Coppola shit. and was like, you should let this guy, I can't remember his name. It's something fiction. Yeah. You should let this guy do the scream for for Gary Oldman. Apparently, Oldman was, like, real pissed because he had, like, practiced that scene a bunch. Wow. And, like, they shot it with him screaming and then overdubbed that dude screaming on top of it. Wow. Yeah.
2: That is fascinating. Wow. That's a really cool. They do talk. that
1: a
0: lot with screams in movies is like they yeah. get dubbed a lot by other people. It's kind of crazy. But
2: that's uh, really interesting.
0: But yeah, I don't know what it is. I feel like it's just too melodramatic maybe for me. And I, I, I've never latched on to that movie. Okay. And I've never quite understood. And uh, Salem's Lot's great. Toby Hooper is one of my favorite directors. Same. Uh, Stephen King's one of my favorite authors same yeah <laughs> i so would okay, have went
2: jordan me. i would have went salem's lot too for yeah, whatever okay cool cool yeah. cool yeah yeah um especially
0: it'll well, because- it me feel crazy for not loving that sometimes people are like oh my god how can you not love and i'm like i don't have
2: a good answer Just yeah don't. like i i like yeah. it but yeah, yeah.
0: Sure. and, no, I, and I feel like as well. a
2: film history person i should probably like it more than i do but right. um salem's lot to me I, and since we're gonna have to say we're gonna have to say goodbye to it anyway i Dude, the scene, some of those scenes are still so haunting to this day to me. It's funny because oh, my, yeah. my kids went on this journey with me for these vampire movies, and I just showed them the scene with the, the friend at the window scratching because I was like, yeah, dude, sure. I was so scared of that my whole life. Like between the book and this, like I literally never locked my windows till I was like yesterday. And she, my daughter was like, Mom really and i was like shut up because like <laughs> he, they'll never get it how scary nah, that know. was for us as kids. Well, dude that the
1: was... barlow reveal in salem's lot is terrifying oh, 100%. <laughs> i mean hilarious Even for now. today's
2: audience but oh really yeah. oh see it doesn't hold up they were like this is hilarious like they were mm. laughing oh so. no I, I, still, I still love I still the window
0: scenes terrifying. and like the reverse photography with the fog when he's at yep. the window was yeah. like really cool so scary mm. i know so
2: cool. Yeah, this one did not hold up, which to me always is very telling. Like, when they watch Lost Boys at the end, when Richard Gilmore comes out, they're like, what? Like, And I love that that was still effective for today's audience, but Salem's a lot, they were like, stop it, lady. Um, Jackie, (laughs) this one, I'm curious how this is going to go. I really don't know. So Bram Stoker's Dracula squeaks by, and now we move into what I think is one of the most interesting battles on this Uh side. (laughs) We have the film within a film within a film about vampires, Shadow of the Vampire versus... Why a powerhouse
0: Twilight?
2: Oh, I mean, are you?
0: I I I thought you were going to say Shadow of a Vampire versus Nosferatu, which like might be like an impossible decision to make. Right,
2: that would be really fun if that is. There Uh, any way that could work out that way? I I guess there no.
1: Please don't make that work out. (laughs) No. (laughs) So there's no version of this where Twilight comes out. No, I'm on my version. It does. Oh, really? Top. Yes. I love Shadow. Shadow's so good. What?
3: I think Shadow the Vampire is one of like the most underrated vampire movies. So yeah. Like 100%. More people need to be... T- I-, I know it's 24 years old at this point, but more people... I mean, Willem Dafoe and, and John Malkovich, Eddie John Izzard, Malkovich Malkovich. like there's just far too many talented yeah. people just Agreed. giving it their all.
2: Agreed. Yeah. No one's willing to admit how important Twilight has become to vampire history. Like, I am not
0: the only one. it's not. Oh, That's, not the question. It. That's not the question. <laughs> the question, we've established Listen, the question. i got two <laughs> vampires one of my what am I I Vampires
1: do not twinkle in sunlight. They burn. I mean, I...
3: I'm i not saying that I, I will watch Twilight. I don't hate Twilight. I will watch Twilight. I think it's perfectly fine for what it is. Um... But going up against Shadow of the Vampire, there's there's no question.
2: All right, yeah. Circle of Trust, just between us, you guys. If sure. Shadow of the Vampire, at one hand Twilight, and the other, I'm fucking putting Twilight every time. I don't care. Oh. I'm secure enough in my awesomeness That's to admit that. <laughs> and not um, to say Shadow is
0: like Shadow is a pretty dreary ass movie. So it's I a hard, understand. right? Like yeah. I mean, it's well, not a
2: fun film. <laughs> you don't think and it's
0: listen. a
3: fun film? I'm not like putting it on to relax. There's so many like. There's so many lines in that movie where I just. think a great It's It's so good.
1: It's a great film. Well, and and listen, listen we're 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 ambassadors, not gatekeepers, right? So I'm not here to tell anybody they I'm not here to tell anyone they can't like. Anything, I appreciate. Right? That. Like, Thank like, you. Yeah. Whatever. Listen, at the end of the day, if it means something to you, if it's given you some kind of peace or solace, or you just <laughs> can zone out while you watch it, that's I a agree. good thing, and I'm not yep. going to hate on it. But don't stack that shit up against Shadow of the Vampire. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Like it's another one of those Mike Tyson toddler scenarios where it's just yeah, like that. Fair enough. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying. I I think. All right fair enough shadow goes through (laughs) unanimously great movie i'm not mad about it i knew twilight didn't stand a chance in this crew is there i want later on i want to play the game of what movie would you have chosen twilight like is there anything on this list besides one spin that you would have been like yeah i'll go fucking twilight um let me look at this (laughs) fucking.
3: there is but i'll i'll wait until we go through so all of the bracket can be the element of of surprise, of but surprise, there's definitely, yeah. there is definitely we'll one here right. that I would take over. Twilight, this one hurts. I, would, I mean, I
1: would take it, I would take it over John Carpenter's vampires.
3: I Anything. would too. Yeah, or yeah, there's a uh, chunk of movies.
1: I'd take it over, I would take it over Stakeland.
2: Ooh, so funny you should say that because I haven't so-
1: seen that actually
2: oh okay
0: so it's like one of the one very few ones i've not seen
2: i gotta tell you i was delighted this was my first watch of stakeland and i was and that this is good, why this hurts but like yeah. it's,
1: it's not it's anyway go ahead what's what's the next uh so sports?
2: ironically stakeland to finish off this side of the bracket stakeland goes up against from Dust till dawn so to me
0: there's oh no,
1: come on so, there's okay, no so i haven't there. seen
0: stakeland so that all means right. it would, my vote would go to you yeah is that right yeah all right just just so it's heard i love from Dust till dawn that ranks yeah. up there too with some of yeah uh, best vampire movies ever made
1: absolutely absolutely And dude here's the thing is that i'm old enough and i think marissa you can appreciate this i'm old enough to have seen that movie in the theater me too and to have <laughs> only seen one trailer ahead of time and i knew nothing yeah. about what i was walking into i thought it was just another tarantino driven buddy like crime film Same. and it's almost impossible to do this now but if you could find someone who has not seen that movie and does not know anything about it one of the greatest things ever is to watch that movie with someone for the first time and just watch their fucking head explode when it becomes a vampire <laughs> film. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. out of nowhere. Like up until that scene in the titty twister, right? Like it's still it, a it buddy. It just takes crime such a turn the yeah. time. I, just, um, one of my
0: favorite things ever is when the band it cuts back to the band and they're all their instruments are just body parts all of a sudden and they just yes! go away. Love oh my that. god, so true. Yeah. And isn't that band?
1: Isn't that Los Lobos? It is. Yeah. Isn't that the yeah. band? In there? Yeah. 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 I thought
3: so. Um, yeah. Jackie, would you went from Dust oh, Till Dawn too? From Dust till Dawn. Yeah. 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 Like I said, Stake uh, also first time watch for me. Surprised at at how how much I liked it. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it was any, you know, it, it didn't move mountains or anything as far as the genre or, you know, anything like that. But for what it was, uh, for when it came out, it, it almost yeah. had kind of like Walking Dead vibes for me. And I don't know It why. absolutely
1: does. No, because it's a post-apocalyptic scenario yeah, but vampire. yeah it was just
3: i yeah. it was i liked it a lot more than i thought i was going to i was pleasantly surprised but yeah yeah from from dusk till dawn it it just brings on that whole buy panic because i've got george clooney here and selma hayek on this side <laughs> and i don't know what to do with myself so um, right. absolutely oh, and actually oh, i, I have to. Know of, i also have a little bit of a lady boner for harvey keitel so that's Who just doesn't? my old man my old my, my
0: old man amazing. fetish yeah high Hayek's a goddess uh, yeah
2: um, yeah and you know and when you talk pound for pound about great movies I, and just quotable movies it's like I don't remember if it was Kierkegaard or Teach Moran who said if you could find cheaper pussy fuck it like there's so many things to yeah. love about that movie uh, Tom Savini's
0: character Oh, uh, sex, machine. sex machine! Sex machine!
2: You worked so hard for such a bunch of degenerates. I just, I love <laughs> I <know>. it. <laughs> you, um, Stegman right, was alright though. I was pleasantly surprised by the quality I of the video. Yeah, uh, I, I think was looking for at
1: some
0: a... photos. The the effects look pretty
1: rad. Yeah, that's pretty, well, it's and it's pretty Jordan. Rad. It stars that same dude that's in the uh, that weird werewolf movie about the guy in the old folks' home. Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? What's the, I can't remember that actor's name. We were gonna try and get him on the show, and then I just never I never followed through. But that, he that wrote and up. directed both Stakelands as well. Oh I didn't know Man that. Later. Yeah, he's that yeah. Cool. I mean it's very like Nick Dimitri? He's got a very yes, that's it, Nick Dimitri. And he's got a very like Larry Fessenden thing going on where it's cool. just like he's making independent horror, but it's like top tier independent horror. Yeah right. Like um, cause stakeland is kind of silly in its premise right but like he gives it a seriousness that like just his whole character's persona of like i'm this badass grizzled vampire hunter and it's like that's so silly in and of itself and yet he somehow brings like a reality to it that's fun yeah, I'm, yeah
3: I'm always watch
1: it. i'll check that i'm
3: always yeah. here for a movie that's not afraid to kill kids yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Right. yeah. we yeah. said so. that too. Fair enough. From the very first episode of our show, Camp Nightmare, Jordan and I have said that exact thing. That like it's the, that,
0: next, yeah. it's the, the next, yeah, the best. next Dracula. You know when they tosses that little baby to the. You
3: know. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I always forget about that.
0: I
1: don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like, I keep that right here. I in my keep heart. that right there in your pocket for, for a rainy That's What he
1: uses the nickel pocket in his jeans for? <laughs>
3: like, you know,
0: you... If only he had flicked the baby like a quarter from his thumb. <laughs> oh my, my goodness. The
2: only way that could have been better. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That concludes uh the first set of the 32.
1: Was that East Coast or West Coast?
2: I'm going to go West Coast on that just because it was on the left side.
3: Okay. <laughs> there
0: we go. Okay. That's his left, baby.
3: So that okay. is the first half of our 32 bracket uh, so next week we will get into the other half of that 32. But before we go, JB and Jordan, we want to thank you guys again so much for being with us. And please tell everybody where we can uh, listen, what we can expect, and what you guys are up to these days.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much we for have... having us. This
3: was yeah, so
1: fun. I, this has been a lot of fun. Um, so you can, you can most athletic I've been in a while. This is great. Thank right. You. Right, we're usually very sedentary, Sporting. very um, So you can obviously find us at campnightmare.com. Um, if you if you're one of those people that's older and doesn't want to like search through Spotify or Apple Podcast, you can just listen to our show straight from the website. It's um, also where you can get like merch. You can check out the X Files, which is all the visual aid stuff that we can't show you because it's listen only. Um, I think if, you, if you're feeling extra generous, you can always go to patreon.com/campnightmare. Um, we have a number of different tiers there. Uh, we do like a secret episode every month on there. I think that's a $5 tier. We also do like a lot of MST3K type watch alongs that we have to do on Patreon um, for legal reasons. I think beyond that, if you guys are into folk music at all or just like really good, um, heartfelt acoustic stuff, you can check me out, Um, Plaid the Buffalo. I'm on all social medias there. I do play music. Um, Jordan, you should tell them about your studio and what you do. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: I run the studio Future Fantascope, which is like a film production company. Here in Maryland, we reproduce the the Camp Nightmare podcast, and we got a movie coming out. Well, we got a bunch of movies coming out this year, but specifically, we got a movie that I wrote and directed coming out this year called The Only Ones. And, it's fucking amazing. Uh, it should be kicking off festivals and some sort of premiere here in the spring, and they'll be doing fest runs throughout the next year, so uh, just keep an eye out for that, because that's the only place you'll be able to see it for, uh, for a while while well, it does festivals until it finds a home somewhere, some out, somewhere out there in the ether. So yeah, keep that uh you can check out Only Ones on Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Just check out the only and, ones. And and okay.
1: Jordan's already got a couple shorts out there that you should totally check out. Like he's oh, yeah. his short three his short three is is, is award winning, even. Uh and it's it's really it's incredible. Um also Jericho Bridge and uh Chessie. Oh, and those are, are
0: finally coming out this year. Those two shorts are coming out in a feature anthology called Black mm-hmm. Hill's Night Hike, and that's finally also... Yeah, yes. I just got word from the produ- – like, that's been just sort of that, – that's stuff we shot, like, in 2018, um, oh. create, like, a long time ago. And, like, finally that, that feature's coming out, and I'm a little terrified to see it um, because it's been a long time. Uh, but either way, that's going to be also doing festivals, I guess. 3 is on YouTube. If you search Crypt TV 3, uh, they put that out, um, and it's on their channel. And this year we also got a western coming out called what "Was Once a Hero," with yep. uh, John Carter Cash, who just won a Grammy. He's our he's our bad guy in the movie. Uh, awesome. We got some. We have a bunch of other wonderful actors. Isn't in it.
1: not Clancy Brown you know? in it too? Uh, I feel like I saw no, Clancy Brown. I, that'd the be a,
0: oh, I would be t- telling way more people if Clancy Brown. Well, it's movies.
1: a dude that looks like Clancy Brown on the on the poster. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's John Carter Cash what yeah
0: no that's with him. the hair yeah oh okay well, he's got like okay. a beard and when he well when he has the beard which he does in the movie most of the time in his daily life he's not a bearded guy but in the, he grew on for the movie and he does kind of have like a i could see why you'd see that clancy brown thing going on but yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a fun movie that's gonna be coming out and some some short films also this we- year too
2: Heck yeah, we cannot wait to see all this stuff, man. That sounds amazing.
3: Everything will be listed in our show notes, so please go check everything out. Go follow and like and love. Don't forget to check us out on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there. Guys, tune in next week. We have part two of the 32 bracket. Our March Madness rolls right Mm -hmm. along every single Sunday in the month of March, uh, with the exception of the last... Uh, The last day of the month is a Sunday and we're not going to count it because it's the last day. But the first four Sundays in March, you will hear the battle rage on.